If you like what you're about to hear or what you've already heard, be sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. You can find this episode along with others on iTunes, SoundCloud, MixCloud, and Google Play. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at OffTheClockPod, at O-F-F-T-H-A, ClockPod, or you can search Triple D, that's Triple underscore D. And you can always email me at OffTheClockPodcast at Yahoo.com. Once again, that's O-F-F-T-H-A, ClockPodcast at Yahoo.com. for something a little different this time around but welcome to the show the off the clock podcast where we pretty much talk about all the random things going on in the world uh whether they be big small or just to ourselves so what's up with you hope you've all been doing well hope you've all been staying out of trouble and if you've been getting into trouble i hope you've been at least having fun with it so what's new in the world well with me not too much um you know uh recently just got back from celebrating my birthday in vegas um along with a bunch of friends of mine carlos steve being one of those guys if you get a chance be sure to check out the plp podcast um i make a very brief cameo on his uh leaving las vegas episode but shout out to him shout out to christy i also recently uploaded a Pretty much the the sole survivor of my uh, audacity debacle that pretty much wiped out a whole bunch of stuff that I had for you guys. But um, it actually features Carlos D. And it takes place about earlier this year. It was was earlier this year around D.C. Pride Weekend where I got to go up there and hang out with a bunch of friends. Uh, Be sure to check that out. Uh, But as far as the birthday went, that was awesome. Um, And as they say, what happens in Vegas will not be discussed on this podcast just know that i had a good time and as for why i didn't get to record anything myself while i was out there um let's just say i had a really good time in the lines of things more recent um one of the first things i want to get into is uh something that happened down in mississippi earlier this month um i want to say sometime around the 6th of october um give or take a day or two there was a controversy over a halftime performance in jackson mississippi Forest Hill High School was in Brookhaven as the away team performing their halftime show when a skit drew some national outrage. If you haven't heard about this, be sure to check it out. Essentially, what happened was during the halftime show, the band put on a skit that depicted um, students dressed up as nurses and doctors pointing assault weapons at other students dressed as police officers. This drew a whole lot of outrage within the stands. Um, And for those who pretty much just saw it secondhand and heard about it, whereas in about a week earlier, two police officers were killed in the line of duty responding to a call. So basically, this did not go over well. The Brookhaven High School staff has filed charges against the Forest Hill High director. As of now, Demetri Jones has been placed on administrative leave. Obviously, a bunch of people are calling for him to be fired, um, but we'll see where that goes. So when asked about it, The director stated that the skit was pretty much based on 
um, John Q, a movie from, I think, like 2002, early 2000s uh, with Denzel Washington, where essentially, uh, spoiler alert, he goes into a hospital and holds it hostage in order to get a heart transplant for his son, which does involve him pointing a gun at police officers. A lot of people in the community felt that this was extremely insensitive, considering that, you know, two police officers had died sooner, um, which totally understandable. Um, a lot of times with halftime shows, especially in core style settings, um, they it's really hard to to convey what the what the theme or what little skits in your show could be about. Now, with um, a lot of shows. A lot of people go the direct route. We just play some songs from the radio. Um, We announce a theme. And this is pretty much, it's easy to follow. Um, With a lot of core style shows, there's a lot more subtlety and nuance that tends to go along with their their show planning. Not to say that, you know, other schools and other styles don't do this, but it's really, it, it can be really easy to misinterpret what's being said. Now, I'm not saying that what happened was misinterpreted, but I could see how the director would state that it was maybe misinterpreted. Now, people from the community are pretty much saying that, like, you had to have known about this. Um, and I don't know why you would think that this was OK. So initially, when I when I saw this, I was just like, wow, that that's pretty crazy. Um, it's a gutsy move to do anything in a halftime show involving guns in general. Like just weapons, period. Like it's usually unheard of in a halftime show. Um, but this person was gutsy. So my my initial thought was like, wow, like they they in most of the cases initially, excuse me, in most of the reports I read, which I'm going to be honest, it was like two or three. They didn't state the director's name. It wasn't until I saw the name Dimitri Jones. I was like, OK, at least they finally um, they finally released a name. Then I thought, well, he's placed on administrative leave, but he hasn't been fired. Uh, all sides point to, you know, a white guy. Turns out, no, this is a black director. I looked up a picture of him and it then showed a picture of the band. I'm not sure if it's the current year or previous years, but it's a predominantly black band. So one super gutsy on the call to even attempt that skit to, to let that skit even leave paper was a gutsy call. Um, that's, that's one hell of a gamble. Two, one could argue that although he's saying it's a skit based on John Q, which I could see if it was something that I if it was going to be something that was directed towards, you know, police brutality, um, which I would not be against, you know, putting that in a show. I feel like they wouldn't have had it. They wouldn't have had the other students dressed up as doctors and nurses like for them to say that it's he was blatantly, you know, advocating violence against police. It's it's a reach. It's a super reach. But on the other hand, in a in a school setting, you know, a grade school setting, not just public and private in a grade school setting, that's a super risky choice to make. And he had to have known that some sort of backlash was coming. But, uh, you know, we'll see how this turns out, hopefully in the future. Um, Hopefully it's not one of those things that gets swept under. Um, I have nothing against, you know, putting a message into a halftime show. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that in my book, as long as that that message is if you can if you can clearly convey the message then I feel like you've done a you've done a great job, which is the perfect segue into my next topic, which is North Carolina A&T's most one of their most recent halftime shows. Now, I'm going to try not to run off too much on tangents because I am a band nerd. I love it. I've always loved it. 
And um, I don't know if you've been able to tell from the intro to this first story to what I'm about to talk about. We're going to be talking some bands today and you're going to be hearing some bands today. Recently, the North Carolina A&T marching band, the Blue and Gold Marching Machine, did a show titled This is America, hashtag TIA. They performed a lot of top hits that are very socially conscious and very um, appropriate for uh, the climate that we're, we're living in today. Um, their production was amazing. Um, they they definitely told a lot of stories with each message. They on a band level, they were extremely clean in their look and their sound. And major props to their media team because um, obviously, if you were there in person, you weren't going to see all the little details that they put into into the video after the fact. Um, they they spliced in some news reports on police shootings. Um, they put in some stats on um domestic abuse it's just an overall great show um ant these past few years has been killing it on the field um they've been they've been doing these theme shows almost weekly where they pretty much give you a new show each week and they they've just been phenomenal they they did a bad boy show uh they did a top hits through the years show um it's just been amazing and this show was definitely no you know no slouch on its own it's probably one of the better shows that they've done i'm gonna i'm gonna post in the description of this particular episode the link to the youtube video of it um if not just if it doesn't show up or for whatever reason just type in north carolina a&t this is america halftime you'll be floored even if you're not in the bands just just check it out uh just the way that they put it together i'm i'm very curious as to if we're gonna start seeing more bands sort of use their halftime to to do a little do a little protest and do a little activism uh, while still putting on a great show. When you get a chance, take a look at that. I promise you will not be disappointed unless you're one of those people who love to be contrary and have already decided that you're going to be disappointed. Either way, go get those guys a listen and a look and uh, support them and let me know what you think. All right. With that whistle. I think it's time for a halftime break. We're going to take a little break. And when we come back, we're going to talk homecoming, but not just any homecoming. We're going to talk the HBCU homecoming and we'll be right back.
All right, and we're back. I hope you enjoyed the halftime festivities. Uh, that first band was Talladega College with the power theme, and the second was Tennessee State with Broken Clocks. So, the time you're hearing this, it's homecoming season for everybody. But I've only been to one type of homecoming, and that's the HBCU homecoming. And if you haven't been to an HBCU homecoming, you gotta go. Now, I, I've seen all the, the these little posts, like if you, if the school, if the HBCU wasn't good enough to get a degree from, don't go to the homecoming. People being bitter betties, whatever, experience it. You know, people go to different schools for different reasons. Um, not everybody that went to a non HBCU did it out of spite. You know, some, sometimes you got to go where the money is. You know, if you got a scholarship here, but not there and mom and dad are footing the bill, you got to do what you got to do. So I invite you to enjoy yourself once or twice. Just don't claim us. I'm just joking, but it's definitely a sight to behold. Um, now, my first few years in college, I wasn't able to get the full homecoming experience because um, I was a band kid. I was in the band and I could do a lot, but I also couldn't do a lot because, you know, you got performance obligations and you're exhausted <laughs> the entire week and weekend afterwards. But hey, I, I loved every second of it. Would I do it again in a heartbeat? So before we get into some homecoming etiquette, some do's and don'ts and what to expect, um, I pulled up a top 10 list via the Black Southern Bell website. Be sure to check that out. You know, it didn't say it was just for ladies. So, you know, I hey, I got to scrolling. But uh, the top 10 HBCU homecomings to attend besides your own. This is from last year. Okay. Um, I'm not going to linger on these too much. I'm just going to run them down. You can comment below if you agree or disagree with some of these. Um, I don't think this is in any particular order. Um, they just They just listed them as is. First, we got South Carolina State down in Orangeburg. Next, we have Alabama State University in Montgomery, Alabama, followed by Florida A&M all the way down in Tallahassee. Um, I've heard great things about those homecomings. Up next, we got Winston-Salem down in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. I got a few friends that went down there. Um, beautiful campus, and I heard that their home, their homecomings get like that sometimes. Followed by Clark Atlanta. You, you, what, what, what more can you say? It's Atlanta. Like, I'm pretty sure that whole city gets lit. I'm pretty sure the whole city shuts down for, for Clark Atlanta's homecoming. And I can only imagine how it was when Morris Brown was up and running. Following Clark Atlanta, we got Southern University down in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Behind them, we got Texas Southern University. Up next, we got North Carolina A&T, better known as the G-Ho, the greatest homecoming on earth. Um, A&T's homecomings, I haven't been to one yet, but everybody say it's pretty much the stuff that legends are made of. And this is pretty much well known across the board that A&T seems to be the unofficial official king of homecomings. Trailing them, my alma mater, the Virginia State University. I'm going to be down there this weekend, God willing. If you're in the area, come check us out. Have a good time. Leave the foolishness at home. And rounding out the list, we got Tennessee State University. I got a few uh, family friends that are all Tennessee State alumni, and they say that it pretty much takes over. They pretty much run the town when it's when it's homecoming down there. So. That's the top 10 list in no particular order. Um, let me know what you think. Let me know what you've been to. Um, I'm a little curious 
on this one on a personal note because Howard was missing from this. I've, I've heard nothing but amazing things about Howard University's homecoming, so I'm surprised I didn't make the list. So I'm curious as to whether or not the whoever came up with the list had a chance to make it to Howard's homecoming because I feel like if they did, and this is coming from someone who's never been there, I feel like it, it would have made the list. So I want you to hit me up. Let me know why your school should be on that homecoming list. Let me know what other schools that you didn't attend personally, but you might have gotten to their homecoming and you felt they should be on the list. Share some of your homecoming experiences. Like I said, I haven't been to anyone else's homecoming yet. Um, I only have my my alma mater's experiences and uh, they've all been great. So in the spirit of that, we're going to get into some homecoming do's and don'ts, some etiquette, some things to watch out for, just in case you're listening to this and you're on your way to your first HBCU homecoming and uh, you need to know what to expect. All right. So first off, get there early. Yes, it's a long day, but you know, what's even longer that walk from that terrible parking space that you're going to have to take to get to the yard or to the stadium or both if you're messing around and you make the driver late. So get there early. Okay, bring your money, bring cash. Don't be expecting people to, you know, spot you. If you're getting some 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 T-shirts or whatever, just know the price has gone up. That's just it is what it is. Okay, do not stand by the bootleg tent for too long. Now, I know some schools have gotten rid of like the bootleg um, DVDs and the T-shirts and stuff like that. You're going to get some hustlers out there just kind of pushing whatever they can on the slot. If you're going to get it, get it and move. Don't be standing next to them too long. You're going to draw attention. You're going to go down with them. It's, it's just what it is. Okay. The band. Enjoy the band. Dance to the band. Love the band. Do not try to walk through the band. That's a no-no on every campus. Just don't do it. It is a very serious thing. It's a very serious offense. It's almost like the military. If the military's ranked up and they're in their lines, getting ready to go off to wherever they're going to, you're not going to walk through their lines. Same concept. Do not mess around thinking that, oh, they're just banned kids. They're banned geeks. They ain't going to do nothing to me. This is not an open challenge. This is not this is not trolling. Don't do it. All right. You got two dress options. You either dress to impress or you dress with no stress. Either you're going to be comfy or you're going to be part of the fashion show because it is going to be a fashion show. There are two ladies in heels. The ladies that that are pros at this and they ready for it. They came ready for it. And then those that overestimated just how long of a day this is going to be. So if you this if you're the latter, you better bring you some flats or some flip flops just in case because you're going to be out there hurt. And everyone and I mean, everyone is going to see you. Like I said, it's a fashion show. People are going to come dressed to the nines. Um, be careful with your food because you don't want to get you want to get that that stain on you. You don't want to get stained on anyone else. It's going to be packed. It's going to be wall to wall. You don't want to mess around and bump into somebody and your, your chicken, your hot sauce drenched chicken wing falls on somebody's white pants because you might see some white pants. It, it, it might happen. Speaking of food, get you some food, get you some homecoming chicken wings. Me personally, I love uh, the homecoming shrimp. And it's big and fried and I love it. I love the ridiculously sized thermos of Gatorade that they give you for five bucks. It's like four gallons. I drink every last sip of it. So enjoy the food. Do get you some get you some 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 souvenirs. You know what I mean? If you're not if you're not attending the school, you can you can get a shirt. You know, just say that you went to the homecoming. You're supporting your friends and your family. You know, people should it, it should never be too serious if you're wearing a shirt. 
You can say, hey, I went to this homecoming or my friend went here and they got it for me. That's fine. Now, if you are on other people's campuses saying that you went to that school, you got to accept those consequences. Get something for for a young person that's up and coming in high school, doesn't know where they want to go. Bring somebody. Do bring somebody to homecoming that's looking at colleges. Um, You should never judge a school based off on how well they throw a party. But experience is important, too. So do do that. Do not get caught with your head not on a swivel. Look, I love my people, but sometimes things happen. All right. Um, And often it's not even the people that attend the school. Every now and then you get some locals that just come and act a fool. You get some, you know, it, it happens. Now, I know what that sounds like. Well, you just invited some random people. Hey, I invite people to have a good time. Now, I... I'm only responsible for who I invite personally. So if you bring some people that don't know how to act, that's that's partially on you. All right. But you never know when something's going to happen. So always know where the car is. And to end it on a positive note, do have a great time. Just enjoy it. Take it all in. Um, it's an HBCU. Take in all this, this blackness, all this melanin, the experience. You're going to see some other people of color. Do not shun them, especially if they got people attending the school. You know, they they recognize what it is and you might see some white people. Hey, if they're not acting up, let them live. Okay, have a great time. Be safe out there. Um, Bring your your high tolerance a game or don't drink it. That's just how it goes. Be on the lookout for uh, some of my favorite things. The super the super alumni who have everything in their school colors down to the shoestrings. That's always fun. They're usually the nicest people. Um, it's an HBCU. So be on the lookout for the old man tailgaters hollering at all the young girls talking about how it was back in their day. That's always fun, but can be problematic. So approach with caution. Be ready to run into that that guy or girl who's going to hit you with the homecoming hug. If you haven't experienced a homecoming hug, it's a very, very, very close contact hug that lasts usually about five to ten seconds longer than it should. And is often followed by, a, you know, I always liked you back in undergrad, right? Beware of that. Or, hey, roll the dice. See where it goes. You, you grown. Be on the lookout for the Greeks coming through, whether they stepping or hopping. Keep your head on a swivel. Don't try to be Mr. Tough Guy, Mr. Tough Girl. Trust me, you are outnumbered. You might not see them, but you outnumbered. Okay? So if you get bumped, just go ahead and brush that off. Keep the party going. All right? Be prepared for that traffic jam trying to leave the yard. All in all, I just want you to go out there and have a good time this year, next year, and years to come. Um... Take it all in. Have a great time and enjoy it. Just have fun. Post your pictures. Post your selfies. Crash Snapchat with it. And don't forget to spread the love. All right. It is I, your boy, Triple D. I hope you have a great homecoming experience, whether you're returning to your school or going along for the ride with someone else's school. It should be a weekend of positivity and fun. And I hope you live it up to the fullest. You know where to find me. That's O-F-F-T-H-A Clock Podcast at Yahoo.com. You can find that the same on Twitter, Google Play, iTunes. Be sure to drop me a line. And by the time you're hearing this, you can now follow me on Instagram. That's Off The Clock Pod. That's O-F-F-T-H-A Clock Pod. And the Facebook page is also going to be up live. That's Off The Clock Podcast on Facebook in the search field somewhere up in there. 
You can hit me up on there. You can leave your messages, your comments and all that good stuff. So as always, I am Triple D. I will see you guys next time. But before I go, I'm going to leave you with one more band to play us out. And that is going to be my alma mater, the Virginia State University Trojan Explosion, playing what could easily be the unofficial Black National Anthem. And I'll see you guys next time.